sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is Friday, July 19th, 2019. And as always, we've got a lot to cover. Hope you all have a great weekend. I'm hearing it's going to be very hot around many areas of this country. Just err on the side of caution. That's all. Just err on the side of caution. Need not go further than that. But before we go any further, if you do not get this show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Go to Twitter at GaryKolbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary. Articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button, press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you, and our ever-popular email service. It's convictionleaders.com. Right there on the front cover of GaryK.com. Press the button one month free. Check it out. Um, um, in case you don't know, Iran is kind of, they took a tanker, a British tanker, saying that somebody broke maritime laws, so that was out there today. A bunch of stuff is going on today that potentially affects things. I've been asked on many occasions about the Iran thing, and I must say, they'd be pretty stupid. They'd be pretty stupid. That's the best way I can put it, if things escalated. They're already in dire straits. Their economy is basically in a depression. But they are certainly, uh, as they say, poking the bear. We have sent people. We have sent missiles. We have sent ships, air cover, there just in case. We'll keep reporting on it as it plays out. But we do have lots to cover, as always. First off, next week, are you ready? Earnings, Monday, Ameritrade, Whirlpool, and a leading stock cadence design systems. Tuesday, in the Dow, Coca-Cola, Biogen. Auto Nation, Fifth Third Bank Corps, In the Dow, Travelers and United Tech, Sherwin Williams, Pulpy Homes, PACAR, Kimberly Clark, Keycorp, JetBlue, after the close Tuesday, Chipotle, Discovery Financial, Visa in the Dow, Texas Instruments, Teradyne, Snap Inc., Wednesday before the open, Boeing, we'll talk about Boeing in a second, that's in the Dow, Caterpillar in the Dow, Hilton, Anthem, General Dynamics, no Folk Southern, Northern Trust, Northrop Grumman, UPS, after the close, Advanced Micro Devices, Facebook, Ford, Landstar Systems, Las Vegas Sands, Leg Mason, PayPal, ServiceNow, Xilinx, Thursday before the open, 3M in the Dow, Comcast, Dunkin' Donuts, American Airlines, Anheuser-Busch, Alexion Pharmaceuticals, Hershey's, Lending Tree, Masco, 
Old Dominion Freight, Waste Management. After the close stars, they Google and Amazon. Decker's out there, our first solar. Intel in the Dow. Lamb Research, Juniper. MGM Grand. Starbucks. Western Digital. Friday, McDonald's in the Dow. Twitter. It's another big week. Be ready, because we'll be ready. Simple as that. Now, we're very careful about our words here. You do know that, right? We're very careful about our words. We very much watch what we say. Uh, We listen back to make sure what we said was conveyed correctly, or at least the way we wanted to, to you. So let me just state a couple of things. A, it feels like we may be getting some stalling here. Not 100%, especially with what? How many names reporting earnings in the next two, three weeks? Tons. Absolute tons. But we don't rationalize. We're just letting you know, feels like we're getting a little bit of stalling here. And how do we come to say that? What, what signifies stalling? A, a lot of trading and no price appreciation. Uh, B, Microsoft gaps up 4 bucks today and finishes up $0.20 cents on great earnings. C, as we go through our scanning on a lot of individual names, we're seeing the same thing. A lot of trading, no price appreciation. D, did I do C? Eh, D, the weakest names, the weak. You know how we talk about isolating weakness easier when markets are higher? Well, the weak names are already starting to break down. So just letting you know. Just letting you know. Now, we do know the Fed will lower rates in, what, uh, 12 days? Two Wednesdays, they'll lower rates. There's been all kinds of rumors about we're going to do a half point or a quarter point. I must tell you, it's been leaking that I think they're thinking about it. So I mentioned that. But again, we don't rationalize. We can't worry about 12 days from now. We're just letting you know, seeing some stalling in here. And I would not be surprised if we start doing some pulling back. That's all. Not the end of the world, but pulling back. And of course, if you've been listening, you know that the small caps have not participated at all. The small caps have been stalled since February. Same for the mid caps. A little bit better on the mids. The uh, transports stalled. Stalled. So it hasn't been a throw the dart tape. It's been a very narrow tape. I mean, hey, there are more new lows than new highs on the NASDAQ at the close today. That's pretty weird. But we're just letting you know up front. I think we got some stalling going on. Not going any further than that. Just letting you know. Now, of course, earnings. There are going to be some things gapping up, things gapping down. We want to see how it gets taken. But I must tell you, Microsoft gaps up 4 bucks, finishes up $0.20. Cents. Don't want to see too much of that. The good news sold. And may I say, that was perceived good news on Microsoft. So we'll enter next week with a little bit of cautious thought. And as earnings come out, we'll report it to you up next. Full market wrap. Movers of the day. Whatever else today. 
I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. All right. Reeling in the year, Steely Dan. Walter Becker passed away in the last year. Very depressing. Walter Becker, Glenn Fry in the last couple of years. Rush stopped touring. Phil Collins has to sit on a stool to do his concerts. Man, oh man, oh man. All right. Want you to listen carefully to a couple of things we're going to tell you because we gave you a little bit of a lesson yesterday on something. We're going to expound on that today. Notice the big word expound. It has to do with Netflix. So, but first, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market. There's proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. And Jim still has his two months free with no obligation, no credit card. If you want to sign up for his service, you just write to him at jim at ricksindex.com. That's R-I-X-I-N-D-E-X.com. And I'll set you up. Dow down 68. Not the story. S&P down 18, much worse than the Dow. NASDAQ down 60. NASDAQ 100 down 70. Sox is only down 3. Transports were up 66. Advanced decline 16.21 on New York, 13.19 on the NASDAQ. None of that's the story, though. A couple of the stories on those notes. Uh, the Dow was up 115, I think, today, 120. Stalling. So the NASDAQ, which was down 60, uh, was up 40. Stalling. The S&P, which was up 12, down 18. Stalling. That's what we mean. And it's only one day, but we're on the confidence side here that we got some stalling. Now, lesson time. So yesterday we mentioned to you about Netflix, which was down, what, 40 bucks on their... Uh, Complete lack of earnings. First off, earnings were down 29%, even though they beat estimates. But the real story is subscriber growth, much worse than expected. And then they came out and said, well, this quarter will be, you know, we're raising it. But they don't know. If they missed last quarter by three miles, how are they going to know about this quarter? The other part of the equation is the tremendous competition that they got. Uh, Warner, Disney, and they're lower in price. And the question is, will uh, Netflix have to lower prices also? Believe me, they'll do everything possible not to. The other issue is how much they pay for content. There is now a rumor out there that they're going to pay oodles of money to Eddie Murphy to come back and do some stand-up comedy. Eddie Murphy hasn't done stand-up comedy for like 30 years. He ain't funny anymore. Anyway, more importantly, yesterday we did a short dissertation on Netflix for you. And basically what we stated was, Odds favor it's going lower, maybe decently amount lower. We told, we explained to you in little short notes. Let me give you the bigger note. When you get a bear market, your biggest losers in bear markets, real bear markets, were the biggest winners of the prior bull market. How does that happen, Gary? Well, because everything changes. Bear markets go through a process. A drop, don't worry, a little bounce, everything's fine again. A second drop, don't worry, a little bounce, a third drop, and then things all hell breaks loose. So why would the leading stocks 
do the worst? A, because they got over-owned and over-loved and too popular during the bull market. B, because of that, valuations went out the window. All was forgiven. So when things turn, it is so over-owned and over-loved and leveraged, a lot of margin, it all has to come unwound. And all that love goes to hate. And it just takes a long process to work its way out. Now, you don't need a bear market for a great stock or a past leader to go undone. You just have to hit the wall on growth and things head south and sometimes very south. So what's the story on Netflix I said to you yesterday? Overowned, overloved, overleveraged margin, and now you got this really nasty surprise. And trust me when I say nasty. And forget what I think. It was down 40 bucks on the gap. So we just simply told you yesterday it may have to go through that process now of all this big money, the big money crowd, the hedge funds, the mutual funds that own so much stock, they're trapped. Stock gap down 40 bucks. They couldn't sell in between. So they start looking at their inventory now. Boy, how much stock do we have with things heading south? And it's simple what happens. They sell. Somebody with 30 million shares says, let's take it down to 20. But they want to hide the selling if they can. But what happens when the gap's down and the realization that there's problems, very tough to hide the selling and it tends to feed on itself a little bit. And then a hedge fund out there that has 18 million shares that really will trade quickly, they may just decide knock the health out of it. Or somebody's on margin with 100,000 shares. Just to get off margin, they got to sell 50. And the recognition of all this and the watching of all this and the tape watching of all this and like, uh-oh, it's down another two today. Hey, uh, John, head trader, or Barbara, head trader, got to be, you know, e- equality here. Go, go sell another 50,000. Well, that's the story. Netflix down another 10 and a half bucks today. Simple as that. The stock is going to go lower. How much I don't know, how long I don't know. Another 10 and a half bucks today. Do you understand? Greed now is fear. Overowned has to get less overowned. Only way to do that? Sell. Up next. Up more in the markets. And yeah, I got some other things to talk about. I'm Gary. This is one only investor that. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coldbaum. So highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So, hope you understand that part of the equation on the Netflix. We told you this yesterday. And we did say to yesterday, we're not going to tell you what to do if you own the stock, but let me outline for you the potential. And what you saw today were those decision makers. After the close yesterday, they met in a boardroom and looked at their inventory and said, we got too much. Things have changed. Their business is decelerating. Subscriberships decelerating. Competition up. They listened to the conference call. Definitely not thrilled. They were selling today. And it will keep going lower until equilibrium of sellers and price being satisfied. We will know more than likely when it ends on the downside when we continue to see lots of volume and lots of trading and no more price pressure to the downside. An ability to show a place that it doesn't want to go lower. But I got news for you. It just topped. 
It took out six, seven months of trading. That support is, I would suggest, is down about 270, 315 at the close. Gary, is it possible they can come out with some news Monday and bottom tomorrow? Of course. We're just letting you know normality. That's all. And again, it is your money. You decide. We're just outlining how things work. The mechanisms of the market. Price will continue to give way until the selling has satisfied. So that's your Netflix. A Boeing. The Dow was down uh, 68 today, and Boeing was up 16 bucks, which is about 105 Dow points, I'm going to guess, 105, 110. But everything counts. We include everything. Boeing, that counts. What's the news? Boeing's taking about a $5 billion write-off. And because they're taking a $5 billion write-off on two airplane crashes that they are admitting fault to, the stock's market cap went up like $10 billion today. Go figure. The news was, well, it wasn't as bad as people thought. Wait a minute, though, but that was Boeing's decision. What happens if it costs them $10 billion? Isn't that possible? After all, Boeing thought they'd be flying these jets already. Boeing doesn't know what the payout's going to be on all the people that perished in the plane crashes. Anyway, I just felt that interesting that a write-off of $5 billion gets you $10 billion of market cap to the upside. Think about that. And remember what we told you, it just seemed like right around that 350 area, Boeing did not want to go any lower. Finished at 377 today. I have no clue on that one, and I don't like the unknown. But certainly a little bit of the unknown uh, was taken off the playing field today. Gold, bad day today finally. Pullback. So let us do some repetition. We'd rather you buy the pullbacks. That's all on gold and silver. They pulled them back. The good news is the stocks... We're down a lot less than the metal. And that's the bullish sign. But we would rather you go after it on the pullback. And we'd probably go with the stocks. If this is going higher, the best leverage will be in the stocks. If it's to go higher. That's your gold. Now. I'm getting cold calls now on gold and silver for the first time in years. What, what, what's going on there? Remember what I told you, the con artists, the scammers, they look to see what's hotter getting hotter, and that's what they con you and scam you on. Just remember that. They weren't talking Bitcoin until about a couple of weeks ago. Why? It finally made a move off the lows after dropping 80%. So the scammers are calling me again on the coins. And they're all scammers, big time scammers, con artists, crooks, should be in jail. Not a super max jail like El Chapo, who, by the way, it's great because he's complaining about it. And by the way, the Mexican president said, we are not compassionate with El Chapo for putting him in a super max for life. Really? A murdering skank that tortured people and murdered them. Numerous amount of people. We have to be compassionate with? No. I can think of other things besides putting him in a super max. But I digress. So... Just be careful. Those phone calls. So in the Dow today, you had Boeing up 16. You had United Tech up one, but what was down? Apple down three. American Express on their earnings down three and a half. 
Caterpillar was up to. And then nothing but losses. Disney a buck and three quarters. Goldman Sachs a buck. Home Depot a buck and a half. Johnson & Johnson one and three quarters. J.P. Morgan a buck. Mark buck. Two bucks on McDonald's. Uh, Travelers two. United Health four. Visa one. So just a rough day. And a bad finish. Which is not the greatest of news going into next week. The thought process for me is on the simplistic side. I think we got some stalling here. And I think we got some little bit of time and price in here. And we'll see how that time and price goes. I want to mention a couple other names. CrowdStrike. Recent IPO, CRWD, finished up $11 to $83.50. Was up about $14. They came out with earnings. Let's talk sales first. Up a whopping 103% from a year ago. 96 million in sales versus 47 last year. And in fact, the last four quarters of sales, you ready? 55 million, 66 million, 80 million, 96 million. That is really good news. And the stock reacted to that. But they still lose a bunch of money. In the last four quarters, did about 300 million in sales. 300 million in sales. But lost $130 million on the $300 million in sales. $200 million shares outstanding times $0.66 cents loss. So $300 million in sales, but lost $130-some-odd million on the $300 million and has a $16.6 billion market cap at the close. It's trading at 55, 60 times sales. 55 times sales. Just letting you know. 55 times sales. And it was still up 11 bucks today. Go figure. Remember what we told you. There's a lot of valuation excess on a lot of these IPOs. Even with the ones that have strong sales growth. When all said and done, you got to make money. Especially if we go into a bearish market. Up next, we'll wind up the week. And then we're gone. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's ed. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Investor's ed. With Gary Caldwell. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. So as you know, we hate them all. But I just have to read a few things to you. It's just getting so weird out there, so weird out there in what governments are doing. Let me just give you a few little tidbits. So some Democrats had a town hall uh, recently, including that Omar lady who I just can't stand. She's an anti-Semitic Jew hater, Israel hater. She she, She cuts this country down to size whenever she has a chance. And then they have this uh, Democratic rep, the last name is J-Pal. They went and they were comparing a government takeover to healthcare, of health care to ending slavery. Government taking over the health care business is like ending slavery. Okay, terrific. Elizabeth Warren, now going after private equity companies, calling them the devil and demonic. Capitalist Elizabeth Warren. I, I, I don't make this up. But we're not really done. You know Berkeley, California? 
Berkeley. <sighs> At a Tuesday night council meeting, Berkeley became the first city in America uh, to, to ban the use of natural gas piping and new construction. But okay. That's not the fun stuff, though. They are eliminating gendered connotations of words. So manhole, you ready? Will be replaced, I don't even know if I'm, with maintenance hole. Manpower is now human effort. Men and women is people. Men or women will be called a single gender. Salesman, nope. Salesperson. Sister, nope. Sibling. Fraternity or sorority, nope. Collegiate Greek system residents. I, I can go on. They're nuts. These people are absolutely nuts. Not done. You know this Marianne Williamson running for president? She's the one. How do I describe her? Love, love, love. We got to love, 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 love. She's a, they call, I guess she calls herself a spiritual guru. She had an audience here recently where she asked the white members of the audience to apologize to black people in attendance for slavery of the past. I don't even know what to say. Representative Omar has put in a resolution in order to boycott Israel. The Democrats won't even take it up. But I want you to imagine this Representative Omar, this anti-Semitic, anti-Jewish, anti-Israel woman. She's not putting a resolution in against Venezuela. You know, the dude who runs the joint is murdering people there. It's taken over all the media, all the businesses. The place is just dead. All hope gone. Uh, she, she's not putting in a resolution against Syria and Bashar Assad, that murderer, or none of these con countries that stone gay people. You know, they put them in, on the, they start throwing rocks at their heads. No. Let's do a resolution on Israel. I, I wish I was making this all up. Bernie Sanders. Ye who wants $15 minimum wage. We just found out that his campaign staffers are not making a $15 minimum wage. Oh, let me check that out. Capitalists with their money. Socialists with our money. I, I can go on and on and on. Andrea Mitchell of NBC, in an interview said none of these left-wing women, these four, are socialists. They all four identify themselves as socialists. There's your NBC, the head of NBC politics. CNN says if you're a Trump supporter, you fall in the category of white supremacy. Did you all know that, you Trump supporters? Anyway, I, I just had to end going into the weekend with some comedy. But sad comedy. We're going to fight the good fight here, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we can tell you as we move forward. 
You all have a great weekend. Drive careful. When you get home, do like we do. Quite the simple. Make sure you hug your children. Bye bye. Take care. This clean edit of Investor's Ed created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.